This is Vigneto, a podcast. From the sun and soil they grow. From the land and sea they roam. Drinking wine in the great unknown. So I'm so excited to be here with Luca Formentini of Selva Capuzza. It's really nice to see you, Luca. Thank you for having me, Susanna. It's a pleasure. It's my, my pleasure. pleasure. So I really, um, I've known you for a while and I know that sustainability is something that matters a lot to you, but I, we've never actually had a formal discussion about it. So right. what, yeah. what does it mean to Selva Capuzza, in Selva Capuzza? So uh, I would say that it's, um, it has a constant and uh, yeah, it's a constant observation. This is Vignetto, of, uh, a podcast. Yeah. The, the solution the that we can apply to do what we do from the land uh, and sea they roam new ways to to leave a lighter footprint and uh, and we do that in a very holistic way so we try to to take into consideration anything that can come to our mind so, for example, what are some of the practices that you put in place in the vineyard or in the winery? But you also have a restaurant. You also have a hospitality arm um, of your, is, would you call Selva Capuzza a group? Well, it's not a group because it, uh, it is owned by the same family. But it's, um, um, we consider it, you, you know, well, wine business is a core business for in my family since uh, 1917. And uh, uh, the restaurant was established in 1986 as the first agriturismo to be founded in Lombardy. And, uh, and we, the, re, the reason why we did it, it was not because we wanted to become restaurant owners or restaurant you know, active in the gastronomy. It was actually, uh, the idea to promote our wines together with the local food, because you know, in Italy and in other countries, uh, the the local food find the best combination with the local wine, and it's difficult to to understand what comes first. And in fact, we we say that our restaurant is a restaurant upside down, where we don't match the wine to the food, but we match the food to the wine. And my uh, kind of restaurant. <laughs> forest, the restaurant in the forest. The restaurant in the forest, that's true. Yeah. It is lovely and green. Yes, it is. And we're lucky. We're lucky, Susanna, because we are in an amazing place. And, um, and so uh, the same happened with the apartments, because after a few years of uh, restaurant, we understood that uh, there was an increasing number of people wanted to have a, a more, well, a deeper experience of uh, what it means to be here and uh, not just taste the wines, visit the vineyards and have some food, but also to stay a few, a few days with us. And so we restored another forest, as you know, 870 meters, no, eight are, 870 steps far away from the restaurant. And uh, there we have 11 apartments where uh, we uh, offer our guests the chance to 
to stay and live in Serra Capuzza for a few days. And so it's so in another farm, which is 870 steps far from the restaurant, we now have 11 apartments. And, wow. uh, and so this, this is like, you know, completing the the, 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 the chance to, to be in Selva Capuzza, to really live in the place. And, uh, and there, by the way, we, we applied many interesting, interesting ideas about, also about sustainability, because, uh, you know, Selva Capuzza for us is, is a single thing uh, where you have different places to do different things. So uh, you have the winery, in the center at the core, you are surrounded by the vineyards. And uh, on the two sides of the vineyards, you find the restaurant and the apartments. So this, the place is the same, the name is the same, and the name takes its uh, uh, meaning uh, from the place. And uh, it's an old, uh, place which was called Selva because many of the areas south of the Lake Garda between this and San Siemione were really wild places which were dangerous to, to get across uh, for, for many years uh, up to the Middle Ages. And uh, Capuzza because it is the cap, it's the top of the hill of the Morenic Amphitheater. And, um, and so for us, Seva Capuzza is one single thing. Uh, and uh, there must be a continuity. There must be uh, uh, harmony. Uh, so it doesn't matter if you start from the wines or from the restaurant or from the accommodation. You, you're, you have uh, a connection with, with the same idea. And, uh, and in terms of sustainability, this is very, very true. Even as you ask, uh, there are different ways of translating sustainability into the different areas of production or activity. So, for example, in the vineyards, the first thing is we, we, we're not using any kind of herbicides since uh, almost 20 years. And uh, we do our best to reduce the number of times that our tractors go into the, in, in the vineyard. So to avoid uh, pressing of the soil and uh, waste of renewable energy and uh, accumulation of copper in the soil. We look after water footprint and we very much look after biodiversity. Biodiversity, which is considered, which is, not so much considered here in in Italy, but we think it is it is uh, one of the most important things because it doesn't. There is no real sustainability if you don't allow nature to have a, to have space to have a room, and uh, this is why the fifteen percent of our surface uh, is not used for vineyards, but you have. Uh, woods, you have wild places, you have uh, gardens, you have just, well, we you have um, uh, olive trees and, uh, and other things. This is very, very important because you have to uh, allow nature to, 
to live and uh, and uh, it's crazy results by that you, you can have a wine tasting in our uh, wine cellar facing the uh, the vineyards and uh, very often you see white rabbits hopping by going yeah going going in front of you and uh, we had uh, a nest of uh, uh, I don't know how you call them in English these are, are small hawks mm-hmm uh, what are they, they called were, in Italian? Um, Gepio. I don't know. Gepio, um, but but small hawks. Small hawks, which have which did their their nest on the top of the portico of our of our cellar, and mm-hmm. uh, I usually go there in the morning with my laptop, and I was seeing these hawks flying out of the nest in front of me, going for hunting and get back. It was amazing. And yeah, that, every time that you that you see these things happening, you 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 think, okay, this is so much more than a seal, than you know, a sustainability seal or right. organic seal. Right. This is the the kind of certification that we're looking for. Right. Um, right. And uh, what else uh, with? Uh, well, we always look for local local employees, for example. Mm-hmm. I was going to uh, say, what about the social kind of yeah. the social employee part of it? Yeah, In- yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Local employees, local suppliers, which is also very very important. And you know another thing very well. I don't think that if you're really into sustainability, it's not doing what you do in this term just inside the borders of your company. There's, uh, there's also a need that you go beyond those. And for example, it's many, many years that I dedicate a lot of my time to, uh, to associations, consortia. Mm-hmm. And so you try to bring your ideas and to, uh, to invite people to focus on sustainability, even outside your company. So, for example, when I was president of the Consorzio Lugana, I, I applied many ideas which went beyond our company. So many kind of agricultural practices and trying to, to, to bring sensitivity in terms of, uh, of sustainability in agriculture and giving a service to all our producers to to do so that they could do what they have to do, but with less pollution. And uh, so we have a free service of agricultural consultancy, which is always focused on sustainability, on chemical sustainability, in uh, in environmental sustainability. And it's very uh, interesting. I actually didn't know that. So the consortium has that? Yes, there's a consultant who is uh, an agronomist. I don't know uh-huh. if you can say that. Yes. Tony, which is uh, giving bulletins. Uh-huh. Do you have bulletins? Bulletins, I, 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 can, uh-huh. I, I can send you one just for Oh, I would love that. I'd love to see example. what, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. because he always suggests, okay, there's this. Now in this time of the year, we have this kind of situation. So I suggest you to take this decision or to use this kind of solution instead of. That's uh, great. That's business. great. That's yes. great. That's so great. Marcus Is he started, someone who works with yeah. you? 
do you work with this person? Uh, Is that how you know him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he started to, to collaborate with uh, Consorzio Lugana after knowing me. Actually, Marco was the very first person who got me into the, the more uh, uh, practical way of uh, calculating the CO2 carbon footprint. Really? So we uh, did the first, um, well, he did the first CO2 calculator in agriculture, in viticulture, back in, I think it was 15 years ago. Wow. And its name is Itaca. And Itaca. Italian okay. uh, yeah, carbon calculator, something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it was very, very interesting because we, we uh, were one of the, well, we, weren't, we were one of the first companies, wine companies in Italy, to, you know, by, okay, with fantasy, but really into things. And, uh, and this made, made us uh, aware of how many things we can do to reduce the carbon footprint. And um, yeah, but there are many other things. For example, for, for example, our menus at the restaurant are are really uh, focused, so we don't have many different options. Our our menu is uh, always changing depending on the season, which is another way to to be sustainable because it means that if you follow the seasons. Uh, you can use your local suppliers because you don't need to have out of season products right. and uh, which has to have to be sourced far away from where you are and uh, and uh, and then we are uh, using renewable energies for example our electric energy comes from renewable sources in in the wine cellar we are uh, using light bottles you know that I do. the weight of the glass is the most impactful thing. i do know that and it's such an, an under talked about part yeah. of the industry um yeah. but i i remember i think you were one of the few, first people that i met who had a much lighter bottle i also it's, it's yeah. easier to carry a lighter bottle but i mean it's because of course the carbon footprint that you have a lighter bottle it's like 500 grams right isn't yeah. don't you have a bottle that's something like that exactly. much lighter yeah, yeah i remember that yeah yeah <laughs> good memory but <laughs> I remember next that. Week, tuesday morning next week i have a meeting with uh with the glass factory to try to make them lighter wow and consider susanna that we are the 30 percent lighter than the average i know I know, I know. Unfortunately, we're still in the world of the heavier the bottle, the more important the wine. Yeah. Uh, thinking, yeah. but I think that's going to change. I really do. I think so. I think so. And another thing, for example, still staying in in the in the wine cellar is that I never wanted to have uh, the plastic foil uh, mm -hmm. outside mm -hmm. of the cartons. Mm -hmm. of the boxes so mm -hmm. all our boxes are just paper mm -hmm. so that we can uh, we can even print on the top of the paper just with water inks mm -hmm. 
and uh, there is no plastic outside of them. Yeah, so it's very open. So it's not one thing, so many. And I think that each company should find a combination of these things and uh, look for new ones. And I guess, so um, it's kind of evolved through the years, the things that you've added or changed because it's yeah. a constant in your thinking. Is that right? Yes, it is true. And uh, uh, a few weeks ago, I got to think about the first thing that I did. And <laughs> this is very funny and it might be interesting for you mm -hmm. in the United States because the, the thing that light that lit the sparkle mm -hmm. of sustainability was the, the Dario company, the, the guitar string company. Oh, really? Uh -huh, Why? From the United States. Uh -huh. Because, you know, I play guitar since I was very, very young. I do know. And, uh, and uh, many years ago, I think it was like, well, I was at the beginning. So it was like 19... Uh, 1980, uh, no, 1988-89, I was beginning to work in the, in the wine company, and uh, I bought a package of strings, of guitar strings from the Dario, the usual model, but it came with a different packaging, and I was, hmm, what happened? Let me see if I'm buying the same strings, or if they changed and I made something wrong. And by, by looking at the package, I saw that there was a writing uh, with, okay, this packaging is reducing the use of paper. And so it is helping the sustainability of the in that in the, in the box, instead of having one envelope for each one of the six strings, you had the box and one single envelope for all the six strings. And so everything started from there. So the first project that I did in my family company was Campo de Soglio. Uh, and, uh, and I was trying to put all my energy into that. And so I, the first packaging of Campo de Soglio was using recycled paper, was using a carton which was using less paper and uh, 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 recycled paper on the... On the as a, for, for the label, which was a crazy thing because at that time we had no stickers. We had to put the labels on the bottles with the glue and the recycled paper, after you put glue on that was like warbling and it was very difficult, difficult to manage. But that was the beginning. And, uh, and then many other things happened. But the thing is that now uh, there's still something new coming in because beside uh, chemicals, beside CO2, be beside social and water footprint, uh, beside biodiversity, I'm, no, I'm now more and more into circular economy. Uh, I, I've been invited by a university to be part of a board of this kind of research, which makes a connection between companies which are producing waste and companies which could translate that that waste into a, a, a resource right which i think 
this is amazing. This is so interesting. Yeah, and it is really interesting. Circular is a very interesting topic. Yeah. yeah. And universities are playing a key role in this term. Absolutely. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. Is it, or is it a, a project? Is the waste um, from vineyards or just general from, from other kinds of industries? Uh, well, in this case, I was because I, I was invita invited to, to participate to that and I was bringing uh, the waste of vineyards uh, and of winemaking as a potential resource. Uh, but there were many other companies because this puts you in, in, uh, in connection with companies which might completely be different from what you are. Doing absolutely products. absolutely yes last week i had a conversation with somebody who's in the tire industry and we were talking about circular economy as well yes it's it's actually fundamental that yeah, we figure out is. what to do with waste yeah um, so what do you see happening um kind of in italy near you in lombardy or in generally do you think there's a lot more attention to sustainability than in the past what's your view do you feel like it's kind of common parlance like people talk about it much more or not really so um yeah uh but i must say that sustainability is something that we usually talk first so we don't get many questions from uh, Italian uh, wine lovers and uh, customers and guests about sustainability. I, I have the feeling that the reason is because they're almost afraid of asking. Yeah, I'm wondering, I mean, uh, that's interesting. Um, Maybe it's not the word that they use, but I, do people ask you if your products are organic or biodynamic? Do you find that it's a word that people use or not even that? No. Yeah, yeah you're Either. right, you're right. They're more, they're more into that. And this opens uh, for us the chance to tell them about sustainability. Right, Tell yeah. them, look, organic is a very, very small piece of sustainability, very, very small. And in, in Italy, um, I have the feeling that uh, we could use the example of, um, do you remember in the me medium age when uh, rich people were buying the, I don't even remember the name in, in Italian, um, from, from the popes, they were asking for the indulgences. Oh, yes. Okay, okay. indulgences. Mm -hmm. Indulgences. Okay. So that if they did something wrong, uh, they were like, okay, right. buying the favor of God right. and, uh, by offering some money to the church. So I'm not saying that anybody, nobody is the church and they're not buying favors or whatever. But if you're really into sustainability, the organic seal certification is not the answer. Of course, if everybody could have this kind of certification, there would be uh, less chemical footprint, but it's just a small part of the game. And uh, for example, yesterday I was having some people 
from uh, the local touristic office, and I was uh, I was telling them how you can tell by yourself where you are, what, how things are done, and so herbicides are really easy to see in the vineyards, for example, and uh, uh, biodiversity. How many trees? How many? Uh, area which is not productive is in the company you're visiting. How heavy are the bottles? So these three things already tell you a lot. How do you see herbicides in the vineyard? What are the, uh, because what are the signs see, that you would see? Uh, you see that uh, there's a line mm -hmm. which, uh, which is of, 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 uh, dry, of um, um, can you see it's a secca, um, dry, dry. dry of dry grass mm -hmm. just under the vineyard. So you you see these lines, mm -hmm. like uh, uh, brown lines mm -hmm. between the green uh, grass. So you see that uh, uh, you know the the role of herbicide is to uh, to clean the area where your vines are planted. Right. From grass. Right. And, uh, and so it is, uh, uh, there's a, a very thin line. It should be thin, but sometimes it's, it's even 50, 60 centimeters wide, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. a lot. So mm -hmm. it means that it is very bad managed. But in this way, it's immediate. Uh, it's interesting. Immediately see where herbicides is being used. Well, I know when I'm on a vineyard that is, um, you know, either organic or biodynamic or, uh, you know, hopefully done in a sustainable way, the vegetation and the insects that you see hopping around are crazy. And it's just, you feel like, you know, bugs flying by you, which can be annoying, but it's also, you feel the life sure. of the vineyard. Yes, it is. And so, I agree. you know, it's, it's, it's just such a different experience that you feel that you're in a I'm living sorry, I didn't place. Hear you. It's such a different experience. You feel like you're in a living place when you see all those bugs. It was so nice to see you, Luca. Thank you so much for talking to me. I really appreciate it. And I can't wait to come back and visit Selva Capuzza. I just wanted to know, are there any other thoughts you would like to share about your view of sustainability or what you're seeing in your, you know, in your vineyards or in Italy in general on this topic or in Europe? Uh, well, I think it's uh, something that people should ask more often. Um, they, they, they shouldn't be ashamed about asking about what are you doing to do what you do in the least intrusive way. And uh, there might be many different uh, answers. And, uh, and I will say that there's not uh, just one correct answer. Uh, for each one could be a different combination of solutions. Uh, for example, for us here, uh, the organic production, as it is intended right now, is not uh, a, a true solution, because you might realize that uh, the, the quantity of copper that you are spraying uh, could become too much. Uh, because, okay, copper is natural, but copper is, 
is a metal which is falling in the ground and uh, and each time you know when you do organic production we have a part of the vineyards which are organic because we want to test things so we 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 really want to to try things on our on our skin and and so we have a part of part of vineyards which are organic and uh, but we go there the at least the 30 percent times more than we can do in the in the non-organic vineyards but the non-organic vineyards are not deliberate um, uh, managed um, uh, by you know the kind of products you use no no they they are called reasoned uh, agriculture, reason farming. So uh, the most of the products are natural, but you have two or three uh, kind of products that are a combination of chemical and natural. But these solutions, which are very, very light in terms of uh, the chemical footprint, uh, allow you to reduce the quantity of copper you release on the ground and also to reduce considerably the number of times you go into the vineyard with a tractor. And each time you go into the vineyard with your tractor, you, you produce CO2, you waste renewable energies, and you take oxygen out from the ground. And if you really want to be, uh, to be sustainable, you, the first thing you have to, to think is that you have allowed life to happen. And if you press the ground too much, you take oxygen out and with no oxygen, the land becomes dead because life is not possible there. So uh, don't uh, stop and don't feel happy when the, the answer is yes, I'm certified organic. No, look after the weight of the glass, look after the biodiversity, look after the use of, of herbicides and, uh, and many, and see how curious these people are to, to find new solutions. Uh, so uh, this is the suggestion because at the end, I think that the more, uh, producers understand that people are sensitive, are curious to this kind of things, the more they will feel the need to go in that direction. And this is going to be good for everybody of us. Yeah, I think, um, I think that's, a, that's a great way to end our chat because it is true that the more um, the market asks for something, the more it will happen um, on, on producers' end as well, not just in the wine business, but in, in all businesses. Um, so it's been so great to speak with you. And it's so funny because I hear all the birds chirping out there on your beautiful property. <laughs> <laughs> as, as if on cue, they're like, here we are. I'm happy, happy Sova Capuzza. Yes. So it's so nice to speak with you. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for taking all this time to chat with me, Luca. I really Thank appreciate it. Thank you, Susanna. It's always a pleasure. And thank you for having me with this important, very, very important aspects of winemaking. Thank you thank so much. Thank you. That was such a great conversation with Luca Formentini. 
I'm really excited about my conversation next week, which will be with Kim Iger, head of Food Safety Sustainability Solutions. Kim has spent his whole career looking at sustainability in different industries. I'm excited for our conversation, and I hope you'll join us. You can find the Vigneto podcast, which generally drops on Fridays, wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate it. This is Vigneto, a podcast. From the sun and soil they grow.